Pretty good league. Yeah, I reckon I'd be alright in in the under six six foot league. I reckon I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that doesn't exist, and it will never exist. <clears throat> Kev, how's your jump at the moment? I imagine it's not great because you can't Mate, sit down. Is, I can't sit down. I've had to wrangle a stand up desk for this podcast. I'm half sitting on the bed, half standing. Mate, I've had a horrendous week. It's no good. Should we just? F- f- that's the biggest thing that's happened in my week. Should we just get straight into that? Far away. You sent me a text on uh, whatever night it was. When did you text me? On the weekend. And I'd, I didn't see it till the morning, but it was without doubt the most disturbing image anyone has ever sent me. Like hands down. I don't even think it was that bad at the time. Describe what I sent you. Oh, my God, man. Uh, it was... It was a fairly artistic photo of your penis. Like you'd covered the knob, so it was just I could just see shaft, and I appreciate that. Um, but the, the head is the black. nipple of the penis. That is, you've got yeah, to cover the cover like, the head, <laughs> keep it on Instagram. I agree. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can we we can post it on Instagram because there's no <laughs> there's no head, and but it, it's black. It's a very deep purple and i knew straight away when i saw it that because i i think i've warned you that this is always going to happen you've yep, been it finally happened in the dick by a bull fuck yeah so it's what so actually, bad man so what actually happened i didn't even get stomped on the dick i got just flush landed on the outside of my quad so i hit the deck and this bull just two feet bang on the outside of my quad big muscle obviously quad and it's just sort of bled around and it was all right like it swelled up instantly and i was like this is fine and then like sunday night we're kind of getting ready sent cal home gonna do an airport run and i was like man my groin's quite sore i'm looking down this blood started coming out of like my pubic hair area above the above the tackle i was like oh this isn't this isn't isn't good and then an hour later i looked at my shaft and the shaft had turned purple it was filling with blood but not in a good way, and that's, that's what I sent to you. So you're bleeding inside your penis. That well, just can't be good. Yeah. So it's since then it's just grown and it's culminating. Today is bad. I can't put my pants on. I put on three kilos in swelling, literally three kegs in swelling. But I did the right thing. I shot a texty through to um, Doctor Booney, just <laughs> engaged the doctor. And um, got him, got his opinion. He actually said, "Maybe you should go. There's a lot of a lot of important shit going on down there. Maybe go see someone." So I rolled into ED on Sunday night, and um, yeah, got it. Did he at. say uh, looks pretty rowdy? I'd probably get that checked out because Doctor Booney exactly. says that you know you're in fucking big trouble. You're in real trouble if Doctor Booney reckons it's uh, rowdy. Yeah, yeah, fuck, man. Um, Do you want to have a so, look at it? I've got you on the vision here. I'll, I'm going to show you. The update. I think we should start recording these podcasts video, but if you're going to get your dick out and oh, everyone, <laughs> we'll get booted we'll get <laughs> off YouTube. I feel like the last bloody couple of these podcasts have just literally been my talking about my dick. But should I let me let me have a look at this? Should I take a photo of this? Have a gander. Jeez, man! Like I'm um, all right. So I'm seeing 
Waz's lower abdomen is black. His upper thigh is black, bigger than a basketball. So it's a bruise. Oh my god, the insides all fucked. The this whole is, leg the worst is black. bit is here. Is this bit? Now he's it's showing. And uh, uh, you you might want to get I, a zoom on this. Look at that. It's, it's blue. All Dude, your Perth internet is shit, thankfully, because it's all pixelated. That's, but that's my junk. Yeah, put it away. It's you've got your balls look fucked, dude. Dude, oh my, put it away. Nah, looks. Dude, it. You know what? Here's here's the thing. All right, because we all get a bit weirder in our old age. You know, we you go in your own direction generally, and you sort of. You become more interested in what you're interested in. So it's harder to get other people to do stuff. But you're in a position now, I think, where you're in need of a um, – someone's going to have to step in and tell you how to – An intervention. And I think <laughs> an intervention. <clears throat> and I'm going to be – look, I'm the only guy here and I've got your ear more than most. If your penis and balls fill with – blood and turn black, you should stop doing the activity that ended up with your penis and balls filling with blood and turning black. Yeah, I'm I'm actually starting to see it, see the light now. It doesn't, I went from a one in Boddington and nearly broke my hand and it swelled up huge and I shot a taxi to Dr. Burden this week. The one, so... Just to be clear, you did this a bull stomped on. Did you win the rodeo that where you got stomped on? Nah, no. And worse than that is I got a re-ride from that from that bull because it fouled itself on the gate, put me off the side. So I had to bloody get on again, get on a different bull, but ride again. And the bloody and it's just like the world's worst peer pressure. You don't, um, you never say no to a re-ride at the rodeo, you know. And I was feeling cooked, and Callum's looking at me. He's like, what? You fucking, of course you're getting on your soft cock. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, no, I'm on. Just walk it off. Can you, on again. can you push your camera back up? Because all I'm looking at is your rig right now, and it's just a bit. There we go. <laughs> so, so, they will pay for that, so mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, not anymore, they won't, because it don't work. This is the perfect so, paper litter. It's pretty full on. I don't know if we can post it on Instagram. What's it? Well, I'll actually, edit some. It's that well, if you can do some sort of edit that allows you to put up, because that yeah, it's fucked up. I showed um, a guy at work, and he was shocked. I showed Mel; she was shocked. Um, it's shocking. But did you like get an erection at any time in the last couple of days? What happens when since got- I've I've had an erection and it looks absolutely hilarious. Uh, that I, I, to the point of I've never taken a photo of my erect penis in my life and I've uh, taken a photo of it. I had to delete it, but it was seriously funny. It's like a flush line where it cuts off just two thirds of the shaft, you know, the, the six inches or so are, uh, are purple and the, the remaining few inches, just not. It's fucked. Yeah. It looks fucking what ridiculous. Did the, what did the doctor say? Like, were you worried that you'd done, were you worried at any stage that you might have fucked your junk? Only because like a, the bit above my, on my pubic like hair area is burning hot, like kind of like a hernia. So I think that's all I was worried about. But they did the whole internal organs exam because that's the bit that you stress about. It was sick, actually. They put in some effort in the ED. I, was, I didn't have a bad time in there. Had a couple of 
shout out to the Royal Perth sexy Greek doctor whose name I've forgotten in there. She uh, she had she paid quite a lot of attention to the balls at the time that weren't that purple, just a shaft. But uh, no, I got all got the all clear. Had a few. She went to opinion. the emergency room. Yeah, it's good. You just walk in there. I always forget to go there. You should go there more often. What it's easier than the doctor. Well, you go into triage. I showed him a photo at triage. When you roll in, they're like the nurse susses you out whether you're a cook or what you're there for. And I just showed her a photo. I was like, I can't really walk and then my groin burns and this is what it looks like. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. Come come with me. So got They've straight They've seen through. it all. But there can't be too many people walking in with those sort of injuries. Although I'm sure car accidents and stuff, people might end up with blue balls. Yeah, well, I imagine so. It was fucked Look, up. I think that's, a, you, that's enough bullshit, right? I think so. I think it, it just we need to get it out in the open because it's horrendous. Uh, yeah, look. But the problem is then you won a rodeo. So, like, you want to retire because your dick doesn't work anymore, but you're also winning money. It's a bit uh, yeah. catch-22 there, isn't it? It's a catch-22. I feel like I've, yeah, I don't know. I may have ridden my last bull, though. You heard it here first on one off the wood. I may actually be done because, yeah, summer's coming. You want to be able to do stuff. I just, I'm too old for this shit. I was thinking about it for you. I was doing the thinking on your behalf because obviously you're not a thinking man (laughs) going around letting balls stomp on your junk. But like what you were saying is like you really like the community aspect of the bull riding. And I can understand that because more and more these days, unless you live in a small town, it's hard to, uh, you know, get around a, a community of some sort unless you're in a footy team and then, you know, you're going to have the same problems of getting injured. So we need to find you a replacement activity that has a great community that doesn't end up <clears throat> with your dick and balls getting squashed or you're getting like kicked in the face by a ball. Was yep. that is that a fair, fair call? I think it's fair. You definitely, you and I are the same. You need something. We need something to replace, don't we? We just we need that that something to drive you to do it because neither of us like going to the gym, but you want to like. Keep fit and drive towards something. So maybe I just needed to wind up the surfing again. My shoulder's feeling pretty good. I should get back on that. Yeah, but I think I think it's easy to have something to do, but to have the little community around it. And surfing's fine, but you got to build your own because you're not. It's pretty difficult to just rock up to the surf and be like, hey guys, yeah. what's happening? Do you mind if I hang with all you boys? And they're like, fuck yeah. off. It's a secret. Whereas, like- <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Maybe if you get into the into the big wave thing, um, you might, That'd might be find a little community of like-minded individuals. But that might be me back anyway. back in the pool training, hitting it up. Hey, I'll tell you something that did positive that did happen this week. Mm-hmm. I'm back. My Uber rating four point seven five. I'm on. I've got boosted. What do you What do you think happened? I, I've just had enough five star trips, mate. I've been working on it. I've had no slip ups. I'm good. I'm in the four 5.0 and post that, I'm getting my 4.75. So I think I might retire from Uber as well because I'm on the DD bandwagon this week. It's all like the rage. They're out of China. The app works better on my phone. It's cheaper. The drivers get paid more. I'm channeling a bit of Booney. He's doing it for the drivers. He feels feels good. And, and yeah, who's he riding with? It's good. Uh, I'm on, on DD, D-I-D-I. It's out of China. China, like DD is the number one ride share in China. And they, I'm all about it. 
everybody's frothing it in Perth, yeah, that- and because they've got half price intro for this month, the first month, I've been getting DDs to to and from work. Cost me cost me four bucks. It's grass. Well, look, I'm glad everything's going well for you, but I'm down four point seven two. You should be. That's and I, I know exactly. I, I I got got two Ubers with a surfboard uh, on the weekend. I went down to Melbourne with a surfboard bag, and I know how to do it. I've I've got a plan. Like if when the small car turns up, you're like, "Hey, mate," and you put the passenger seat down. Surfboard mm. goes in there, and then you sit behind the driver. But the guy had this real nice car with leather seats, and it had electric, like no, no, le- electric recliner. So I, I was like fucking around with the buttons. He's like, "No, no, it's electric." He's electric, and I reckon yeah. he's f- f- cooked me. I reckon. Yeah, you caused him hassle. You couldn't, shouldn't get bloody shut down for that stuff. You shouldn't get. People have things. No, we go places. And I knew you had. It's not like I was like, oh, hey, I've got a surfboard. What are we going to do? It's like, mate, I know what I'm doing. We've got this planned out. But anyway, jump on DD. It's a fresh start for all the people out there who've listened and checked their Uber rating, and they're just in an unreconcilable position. Maybe like Doctor Booney then, you know, maybe start afresh on DD and think about it from day one. It's the same drivers. I'll be interested to see what happens actually in a year's time because all the Uber drivers are on DD and it's exactly the same driver, same car, same service you get from A to B. Off The app's pretty much the same, but these guys get paid more and we pay less. So it's fucking a no-brainer. Like Uber must be bleeding coin right now, especially their listing. I reckon, I reckon the drivers are running multiple apps. Yeah, they, of course like they you are. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, but yeah. they are. But no one's getting on Uber this month because it's half price duty. So why would you? It's like, get on board. Uber, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it's you, Uber. Blood money. And look, it's kind of moving to DD. It's like the, the equivalent of, because we're saying when you drop below 4.75, you're a bit of a trash human. It's like the equivalent of just moving to a new town after you've kind of used up all your for all your friends all your credits. yeah <laughs> you, friends. you get like, kicked out of well, every pub <laughs> fuck yeah time to uh time, time to, to make new on. friends time i guess my reputation's yeah. fucked here well uh, what's next i suppose how's um yeah, how's why. sydney mate you i saw the bloody <laughs> fires are uh you're in a new town you got new friends but the yeah i was just fires gonna say this raging. is my third, third town um look i don't know heaps about it i was down in melbourne for the weekend and um They've been raging. When I came back up here on Tuesday, like Sydney was in a in a like a cloud of smoke, but then the southerly came up the next day. So it's kind of weird, like you know, it's all happening, but it's more up the north. Like it is a bit around Sydney, and there was a grass fire near my work actually. But um, no, it's all yeah, yeah. Like that's just how hot it was. It's like little grass fires popping up, but it's all up, uh, yeah, like mid coast, north coast. It's pretty pretty full on. But look, I don't know enough about it. Other than, um, do you know what interests me about it though? Is is the social media reaction, like <clears throat> the just the the jump on the climate change bandwagon? And look, fair enough. Like, obviously, if you know climate change is going to have an effect on things like this, but it, as soon as anything happens these days, everyone's like, "Ah, told you, it's climate change." <laughs> We're going to like no, November fires, climate change. Fuck you. Um, Scomo, you dickhead! Look what you've done with the Adani mine. Now we've got fucking fires in November. The Earth Which, is angry. I heard this. Mother Nature's yeah. angry. Look at the pictures. 
She's burning. And like, yeah. there's an element of truth to it, but it's just such a such a dick thing, I think, to do. And my Facebook, because I'm from Tasmania, my Facebook's just full of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to block someone the other day because I just couldn't take any more of it. I couldn't take any more. But I, I've got a theory in that if climate change is going to make the fire season longer and there's going to be more fires, well, eventually we don't need to burn off because everything will burn off. There'll be less things to burn and it'll actually become safer. You know who's laughing? All those bloody 2012 end of the world is in their dungeons just been like, fuck yeah, I told you this would be good. I mean, I'm down here. Yeah. Apocalypse, sign me up. <laughs> I'm here. Now we've got <laughs> NBN. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> we got fucking NBN and a bunker. This is like way better than I thought it was going to be. And Snapchat. Sick. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's a good time to be in a bunker, that's for sure. Bunker I was just, uh, I was just chatting to a girl who works for Life Saving Australia. So they deal with rivers and, um, and pools, not the ocean. But they're celebrating 100, is it Life Saving? Yeah. They're celebrating yeah. 125 years tomorrow. And they were going through some of the old cases of how people used to drown versus today. And it's like a lot more like, falling into wells back in the back in the day <laughs> little timmy's stuck in and, a well is that fitting <laughs> and then she, she was going through the data someone drowned in an underground house what? no context around what happens but you know like uh in cooper Beatty or man oh yeah. yeah someone drowned in their under, underground house it wasn't chris c lily was it the bloke who with the fucking flood in his house to live with dolphins wasn't that freak He's all oh, trying man, to invent great, float tanks. Up. Someone's drowned in a float tank. You know they have. That's for sure. Yeah, most of those people in Cooperpedia are trying to get dolphins up there into their into their underwater houses. They've already got the bloody opals and fancy coloured rocks and shit. They're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, couple of dolphin tattoos. I don't. No, no one really lives underground in, anymore up there, do they? They've got aircon. Mm-hmm. It's more for no, tourists. No, no. They, no, not at all, mate. They live underground still. There's, it's the coolest place, honestly. It, they, heaps of people live underground. Every house that's underground is like... I went to church there in an underground church, and it was cool, physically cool, and like a little bit weird. So, yeah. Did exist. You went to church. They that's had a church. I was just like, well, we'll go to church on Sunday. We didn't last long. I, yeah, <laughs> went out the front and played on the swing instead. But, you know, we turned up, people were singing. It was the coolest place to be in Cooperpedia at that time of year. Temperature-wise? Temperature-wise, Or just yeah. in general? Well, both, mate. Sunday, absolutely. Yeah, good. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Fucking hell. This the, wood. the world's most delayed introduction. <laughs> yeah, uh, episode 21. We had to get that whole dick and balls thing off, off out in the open. You can't. You can't leave that. I think maybe we need to go back and do intros before the podcast. Do you think that's something worth that's trying? Where, that's where introductions happen. Or do you reckon we record it and then go backwards you and do be the- like introduce it like, right, this is us episode. We're going to talk about these things. Give people some context. Yeah, yeah. It's not just going to be dick yeah, and right. Hey, guys. So it could just be you saying like, hey, guys, it's was here. Um, yep. The guy with the big black dick. Um, just small black you know, dick. Hey. Small black <laughs> Regular, fairly average. Size. Do you want to have a crack at one now? You do one, and then I'll do one. But we don't know what we're going to talk about. Oh, 
Yeah, you're right. Oh, so yeah, it, I can. So it could be something like, like <laughs> oh, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys and girls, Andy here from One Off the Wood. Just letting you know that um, there's a podcast coming up, and yeah, yeah. No, but what we did need to get to. So it is a podcast. It is episode twenty-one. But what are you taking off the wood today? I've got myself that's, a... Um... That's what we've got to do. Hugo, what do you got off the wood there? I'm seeing scotch glass. I'm hearing rocks. Yep. What I'm age? Just, look. Little not 12-y. very old. Little 12-y. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a Jamison. I've just got a standard Irish whiskey. Jamo off the rocks. Nice. Um, there is a nicer one in there, but I don't deserve it tonight. So sticking with the the jammer. I like it though. It's delicious. What about yourself, mate? I've gone. I've gone rogue here. I've got a um a Sauvignon Blanc Similon from uh, Margaret River. It's a, a Franklin Tate Estates little number here. It's in the fridge. It's very light in color, incredibly light in color, which is how I like my SBSs. Um, very nice. The reason mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, export cans for one off the wood is because Kevin and I are on a tin ban. Tin, Kevin's got nicknamed the Tin Monster because he just he loves a tin, as we all do love a tin. But he he knows he's a bit like me. He can't be helped. He's he's all in or he's not in at all. So when we buy a carton, they just seem to disappear. And so there's a carton in the house, but we've put it in the warmest room of the house, and it's sitting there. Now I know exports. Tastes pretty bloody good warm, but we're on a tin ban at the moment. So I've been breaking the tin ban and getting on the bloody the Tate. I've had a two week bender that just needs to. I need to rest up, and this swelling is probably not not good for drinking a hundred tins either. Yeah, look, there's you get to know yourself, and if you're a certain type of person, which I am, I can't have a slab of beer in the house, and I can't have ice cream in the house because I just it's got to disappear. So it's just easier not to have those things in the house. Yep, spot on. Um, spot on. And Kevin's your housemate, by the way. Yeah, Kev, Kevin, not his real name, but we we just call them all Kevin. That everyone that lives at my place or stays Airbnb here, they're all called, referred to as Kevin. Um, yeah, Kevin, we should we should get him on the podcast. He's not home. He might roll home. We'll, we'll get him in here. Say good day. Yeah, he can, <laughs> he can confess his tin band for you. Um, should we roll into some shout outs? Yes, please. We had a ripper on the um, Instagram this week or last week. Tell me. Uh, Tell me about You're supposed to be our head of marketing. I am. In and charge I've, of Instagram. Forgot, forgot the post um, this week with the new episode last week. <laughs> new episode. I've dropped the ball. I've been on a two-week bender that isn't really a two-week bender. There's just been a lot of work functions, travel for work getting drunk. I went to Townsville for work, which was I knew was going to be a big night, but I ended up walking out of the casino in Townsville at 6am and walking down the strip in a bloody suit. Started raining. It was that's just it was horrendous. So yeah, I've dropped the ball. I'll put my hand up there and say it's all right. No one's look, there's no boss telling you that you're in trouble for not posting on Instagram. Yep. So uh we've got a shout I'm going to give this bike shout out. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. But you did pick up my slack, and that's what the team works about. So, um, yeah, seven days later, I did. <laughs> yeah. So Jack Rowland um, on Instagram at Jack underscore Rowland with one L underscore Allen. Um, give him a follow. Um, he's from Lonnie. He's a Tassie, what, what, Tassie lad. Ooh, he's Tasbegian. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, he? He's into four wheel driving, camping, 
fucking cars. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a cute puppy. Fuck yeah. Looks at it and yeah, that what's Labrador. that car he's driving? Uh, that Patrol. car. Blue no, it's, it looks like a fucking. It's a Nissan Patrol. Yeah, it's um. That's looks what pretty it straight for an old for an old thing. I like it. Not bad. He does a bit. Yep. Um, does a bit of four wheel driving clearly, but um, get around, get around, old Jack, Jack Allen, Jack. Uh, I don't know how he's come across the podcast. I'd say it's through Fire to Fork, but he he shot us a texty and said, "Lads, what's got me frothing this week is having a binge listen to all your potties over the last week or so, and uh, we're keeping him sane at work." So, shout out to you, Jack. Thanks for the feedback. It's real good. We're happy to do our bit for mental health and keep you sane here. We appreciate the follow. That's right. Tell you, mates, if we're down in line, we'll, in we'll smash, uh, smash one off the wood with Jacko. More than happy to. It'd be grouse. Bloody oath. There's fucking zero chance of either of us going to Launceston. But um, <laughs> yeah. if we were, Jack, <laughs> we'd catch up. No, nah, look, yeah, there's always a chance. All right, I've got, I got another one here because um, we sort of put a shout out to if anyone – oh, fuck, can't find it now. Uh so there's a few here th- things to cover off on the podcast. We've got a few ideas. Do we want to go through them now? Yeah, go on, hit it. T. T. Dot Pap. He's an interesting yeah, character. Yeah, T. Pap. He's got a he's he's got a fucking he's got a thousand followers. He's got five pictures, which are all pretty random. The last one was twelve months ago. The, so I don't know. Yeah, this bloke is. He's, he's got Kramer as his um as his uh profile pic there. Yeah, respect. Respect to that. Kramer's great. Uh, so he wants to know if you could pa- – oh, no, that's a different one. If if yes, if yes, if yes, if y'all. <laughs> Is he Swedish? If y'all. Oh, no, hello. Yes. I can't get past it. If yes. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. T-Pat. <clears throat> if yes, good <laughs> – could bring back one one musician from the dead. Who would it be? Look, it'd be pretty disgusting. But um, who would you bring back from I've, the dead, mate? Freddie. I want to see Freddie. I love Queen. I think they're fucking epic. And Freddie is amazing. Um, he's the. I think there's a few people trying to emulate a bit of Freddie, bit of um, like the client liaison, or even the Southern River Band, who we who we had play it last episode i went and saw them the guy's a fucking mad dog up front but uh i'd love to see freddie out there not not dead that'd be great yeah bring back fred fred's not there respect to that call that's a big call i reckon i like it i'm I'm gonna go um oh look there's a bloody heap that you'd bring back but you only get one oh i know oh but i've already used mine go on say it i'll bring back Bradley, yes, Noel, <laughs> yes, that's who I was thinking. I bring back Brad because it would have been interesting to see what type of music he'd be making. Like now, what is it? Thirty years later or twenty years later? Uh, when did he die? I, don't know, I think Late it was in 90s. the nineties. Yeah, it's, it's probably twenty years later. I, do, I think something like that is would be really cool to see what sort of music he was making. So he's the hopefully kicked the heroin. There's the main singer and songwriter from Sublime, the band that is. Still, we, we talked about them in um, in mixtape, but you and I froth sublime forever. And yeah, you're right. He would be sick to see. All right. I've got another one. This is from Bush underscore adventure. Do we know anything about them? No, you read it Fuck. and I'll research him. What's he got to say? Well, you research him because look, Instagram doesn't make this that easy. All right. So he's got a little Jack Russell, 
little little nugget of a Jack Russell um, that I can see. Nuggy Jack. No, Jack. He loves a bit of camping as well. Uh, general larrikinism, probably why he follows us. Um, loves a bit of Australia. Bit of Australia. Um, homesick for a place he hasn't been. I like that, chat. That's good. It's a good quote. Bush Adventure. It doesn't say anything about his real name here. Uh, but he doesn't mind That's a bit right. of Guinness, I tell you what. I'm seeing a few. Or two is old. Oh, he's the two is old bloke. Loves a, a two is old mixed with a two is new. Off makes a wood. two is now off the wood. Half and half. That's a tip is for uh, young players. Okay, okay. He likes a dark beer. It's a wrong time of year for a dark beer, but I do like one. I saw Callum Binney, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago. He just got back to Scotland and he was straight into a dark beer of some description over there. It looked cold, but it Minus looked really one. cool. Um, anyway, Bush underscore adventure says, if you could pack up and disappear tomorrow, where would you go and Ooh. what would you drink? Ooh. Oh, you go first this time. We're probably going the same oh, place, aren't we? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Because this time of year, the snow starts falling in the Northern Hemisphere and the Instagram feed fills up with mm. with big mountains starting to... So I'd, I'd just... Where would I go? I'd just take me to Northern Canada somewhere, up miles away from anyone. Give me a, uh, a snowmobile and a truck. And up there, you'd be drinking freaking... Canadian club? Jeez. What do the yeah. Canadians drink? They must drink Canadian club. I'll just drink that. Whiskey, though, for sure. I'll be up there, northern Canada. I've got my snowmobile, my big truck, drinking whiskey and just shredding backcountry for the next four months. Sick. Lock it in. Lock it in. I like it. Uh, if I could pack up and disappear tomorrow, I reckon, I, I'm, I mean, it's hard to go past Bluff, but you, it's also hard to disappear there because it's pretty exposed. I reckon proper disappearing. I'm reading this as though like pack your shit up, check out a life. No one cares. You don't have to work. You're out there. I'm thinking Southwest this, Tassie. This is like um, steal money from work and get the fuck out. Sort yeah, of thing. Bazinga. Well, I'll, I'll stick it, keep it in Australia. But I reckon Southwest Tassie, you get yourself on the river, nice little sheltered spot, bit of fishing, waves around the log cabin. What would I be drinking? Cascade Lagers or the homebrew? I'd just start brewing up some something out of the bush. That, You're going to be, be in the south. What are you eating? You're just going to eat like Man, wallabies? Farm some shit. Yeah, a bit of wallabies, a bit of yams. Mate, it's, yams. it's wild down there. I'd give you right for a few months, but come June, I reckon you're going to... Oh, look, people who live down there, like down... Um... Anyway, yeah, good call. That's, look, that's me. I'm deep. People, deep. That's place to live. Deep and well, it'd be easy to disappear as well. You wouldn't have to be, if that was, <laughs> you're in witness protection, you've got to disappear. There's people fucking everywhere. There's no one down southwest, has he? You just kill the odd hitchhiker or, or not hitchhiker, the odd hiker, you know, an arm and a leg yeah. here or there. All right. Should we go one more? Yeah, go on then. I've got one more. Jeffro Sourcehead. We know Jeffro Sourcehead. Another Tasmanian. Um, he's got a sauce head. He's got a pretty rude head on him. <clears throat> he's put two questions on here. One's about reality TV. I don't watch reality TV, Jeff, so shove that one up your ass. The other one is a music-related one. Here we go. Bands that released top-notch tunes and then went missing. And he said, example, refuse the avalanches and so on. So someone that's put out an album and you're like, this is the, the tits, and then they've come back later and you're like, yeah, I don't know who these guys are anymore. 
Jeez, this isn't Can't my department no. for um <laughs> yeah, no photo. Um uh oh mate, this isn't my department for for knowing music. I'm trying to think of good good bands that I had a real just little froth on. Mate, Jimmy mate, Eat World getting one, around still. I've got one for you. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, no, pff, maybe. I liked them. Well, I was eighteen, but you know, I liked it. I was into it. No. It just takes some time, little girl. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I'm gonna go this is I'm gonna go sticky fingers. Ooh, like their latest album. I don't like it. It's and f- it's fine, good on them. It's a fully different genre than they were doing, but they slowly I grew apart with them. So yeah. Ooh, I've got one. A local one. Fingers. Eskimo Joe. Remember their first one of their first um records? They played <laughs> Sweater. They refuse to play it. They yeah, flat out. Yeah. They're like those guys are late forties now. They're kicking around Perth. You, everybody knows someone that knows them. And they refuse yeah. to play Sweater. And that is still one of their sickest songs. Yeah, man. That was like 2000 and, um, <clears throat> 2006 when they stopped doing the Sweater style music. And they came out with the their like serious album, which I actually loved. And like, listen, no, 2004 it was because I was listening to it at Mount Hotham when we were working there. But, yeah, they wouldn't They wouldn't play Sweater. And Sweater was sick. Sweater's sick. But the punkier like, version. I, yeah, fuck those guys. The I, sellouts. I, I like both versions of Eskimo Joe, but yeah, you don't you can't just hide from hide from the past. It's like you guys wrote that song. Wonder if they play it now if they if they got back together. Well, they play occasionally. I reckon. They like around Perth. They they'll support someone. They'll sell out for anything. No, they're doubt. from Perth, right? Yeah, yeah. Freo or thereabouts. That um that so in two thousand four when we were working as lifties at Hotham. So I, well, I was 21, you were 18, and, um, you know, out out off the leash away from the family. I think I was on the piss. And this is not – I'm not trying to, like, big myself up because this is just dumb. But I was on the piss every night for four months. We, we also got our staff not- $6 jugs. So at the Jenny, $6 jugs. So you could literally rock up with 20 bucks and you'd be fucking blind every night. So it was – yeah. Yeah, it's not your fault. So we finished work. Saying, not your fault. It's not my fault. I, yeah, because you're not used to dealing with shit like that when you're 21. Well, I wasn't. Yeah, mate, I, wasn't. <laughs> I loved it too much. But like, you finish work and you go to the Snowbird because there was round the clock jugs there. So you get on the jugs and then you'd go to dinner because you'd have dinner cooked for you by a couple of fucking full blown psychopaths <laughs> down at Spiral Stairs. And then after that, you'd head down to the Jenny for a bit. And then you'd put yourself in the bed. Why would. Some you know maybe ten maybe midnight on the bigger nights, but I'd always put on. So I was sharing a room with um, my mate from Tassie, Dan. He'd already been in bed because he was he didn't go out and drink every night for some reason because he's not. Because he's normal, I, but he's not. He's not. He's a he's the marathon runner of being an alcoholic though. You were going hard, and then you'd reform, and you know now you're just okay. Dan's the guy who can still drink yep. twenty beers a night and be fine. He was always a fast drinker early, so he'd drink sixty or two, and then he'd taper off. But I could go long, a lot longer. But anyway, I get back about say get back at eleven, and we had this little CD player in the room. It was just a little bunk room, and I'd put Eskimo Joe, a song as a city. It was just in there, all the, for the whole season. Hit the play button. Um, track one would come on, and you know, like when if you listen to the same thing every night to go to sleep. Like I'd be asleep halfway through track one and the album would play out. It would help Dan sleep too. And we listened to that four months straight every single night, 
Eskimo Joe song as a city. How, so. How's the song as a city like go? It. Give us a, bars from, a couple of bars from so, it. So you press play. I, th- I thought like I could have this. I say, get up off the floor. I heard it all before. Only coming down. Oh, mate, it's fucking, it's good. <laughs> Maybe we should play Eskimo Joe at the end. Yeah, oh, I had a definitely. different song in mind. No, nah, we'll, we'll call back to that. That was that was epic. Those are the days, man. We you do hark back to those Hotham days of just. I had the theory of hammered and home by twelve. That was mine because we started work yeah. like early, yeah. but because it's winter, it's not light too early. So you really only had to be at breakfast at seven, I think, maybe even seven thirty. It wasn't too bad, but hammered and home by twelve, and I could be fine. So that was most most nights a week, just to hit the hit the couple of jugs and then get round it. They had that, um, do you remember upstairs at the Jenny, for anyone that's been to Hotham, they had this pool table up there that was free, but all the lifties or the towies as they were called would just hijack the pool table over a night and you'd um, you'd play a pool and then if you lost, you had to buy a jug for the people, the team that you beat and then that team had to drink the jug before the next game was finished and then if they won, obviously the losers would buy them another jug. So you couldn't could only win like four games in a row because you know, you, by the time you play that, you've drunk two jugs, you know, four jugs between two of you and you you boost. So it just kept the rotation going. Everyone would end up hammered. You wouldn't spend any money. Get on the pool table early. It was like those are the days. It's and punters perfect. punters would roll up there like, Can we play? And like, no mate, no, 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 this is uh this is not for you. <laughs> Walk away. Walk away, <laughs> we, mate. We got this going. We got this. I'm sure, yeah, get back to the dance floor. <laughs> Hey, I just realized there's a few – look, we're getting caught up on the shout-outs, but you you said uh, you put another thing out on Instagram this morning. Did I? Oh, where is it? No, what, what's going on here? Yeah, it's from Jacko saying – oh, you've, you've called out Jacko, but there's a few responses to that. Like, what are you doing for your health this week? Because we're looking after Jack with his health. What's it good here? Jacko reckons he's getting on the keto and he's going to get on the Wim Hof method. Yeah, Jacko. Mate, get high on your own supply, son. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Someone's written something not in English. It's Café de la Musique. Yeah, don't know. Oh, and Jeff Rosalshead comes back saying that surf chat gets me moist. I think he's being facetious. Jeff wouldn't know what that word means. Uh, fire to fork. Our boy, didn't he just get married? Oh yeah, shout out to Harold. He uh, got married there down in Tassie on his honeymoon, actually. Yeah, I was watching his story, and he's he was sitting, he was up behind Mount Roland, and like my brother lives, you know, within a kilometre where he was, and I texted him and said, "Hey mate, that's are you at Mount Roland? Uh, my brother lives there." He's like, "Yeah, I've just put a post up saying that we camp, we've got an amazing view of Cradle Mountain from our camp." He's <laughs> like, "That's not Cradle Mountain." <laughs> That's Mount Roland, but um, good on you. Cooked it. Anyway, he says <laughs> – he cooked it. Nah, he loves it. Uh, Fighter Fox says, was with his shirt off. Well, And his wife likes that also, to be honest. Go on, Jesus Sammy. Christ. Shout out to Sammy. I like it. I don't think she's listened. I had oh, one, and- one off the wood with them the other day. and She's like, oh, yeah, I hear your podcast is going well. Mm. She hasn't listened to shit. Some guy called Trav's also got around it. Underscore T, underscore R, underscore A, underscore V. He likes muscle cars. He likes the beach and camping. He's got a couple of 
couple of boys there by the looks of things. Good on you, Trav. He said he's heading to dwelling up on a hot weekend. That's how he looks after the mental health. So if I can stay on it, look after your mental health, do what you've got to do. Fuck, that was a lot of shout-outs. Too many shout-outs. Drop me some bar snacks, Andy. What do you got for bar snacks, mate? I feel like it's ages since right. we've podcasted and shit goes through my head and I write it down and then I look back and I'm like, fuck, that's so irrelevant. Like I'm in the hospital trying to invent fucking, I was like, I reckon x-ray machines, right? You should get portable x-ray machines and it'd be like freelance photography, but you take an x-ray snaps of trees and shit. It'd be like the new wave, like drone footage. And then I'm thinking you fucking take that thing down to Woolies, right? And you're rolling into Woolies and you just pick it up every avocado looking for the one, the unicorn avocado with the miniature pip or that mango that's just got it. Anyway, fuck, that's irrelevant. Or the or the, the double, double Yoko egg. Yes. But you know what you've invented? You know what you've invented? A cancer gun. <laughs> you've basically invented a cancer gun. So you go around x-raying everything. You're just shooting cancer at people. Not Not ideal. The, the whole like so chest big- x-ray thing, people are like, oh, it's bad to get a chest x-ray it's actually the some like a melbourne uh melbourne to perth flight is the same amount of radiation as getting a chest x-ray and people fly like you know five six flights a year is pretty standard for most people i reckon and like that's that's a lot mate you know no one's getting everyone's freaks out they get a chest x-ray i'm cancer gun every yeah. day at woolies i'm there Man, I'm gonna have some good avos i've been thinking about that because i think i've i've taken probably 40 flights this year so mm. am I, is this bad? Should I be? You're not as fucked as the pilots though. Time back. And the hosties. Yep. And there's people flying every week. So yeah, should be all right. Yeah, you'll be right, mate. You'll be right. I feel fine. I feel good. So don't, don't think I'm a, what do you want? You want some bar snacks? Yeah, you got a bar oh, snack for us. I do. I just, I've got too many, um. All right. <laughs> this is not relevant to anything. <laughs> but if you had to be one of the three emergency services, yeah, would you be a fireman, a cop, or an ambo? Straight off the bat, people don't like cops, but they like fireys because like, the cops turn up. Fuck the police. I'm with you on the that. If someone's unhappy, someone's happy that you're there, but they're unhappy because they've needed you there. The fireys, you're pretty happy when they turn up because your place is on fire or your pussy's in a tree. Um, I, uh, uh, so fireys. Ambos, the other option. And ambos, having been the ED lately, Ambo, tough gig, mate. A lot of angry people, a lot of uh, hypochondriacs as well. Look, like there's people rolling through ED. Oh, we've got so-and-so. He's a regular. Yep. Someone in for complaining about back pain, wanting surgery. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, just here's some anti-inflammatories. Like go and do some physio, or some yoga or some Wim Hof. Do some Wim Hof, mate. That's what they should be prescribing. So fiery. You've got to be a fiery, right? Yep. I agree. I think like... Cops have a tough job. Ambos have a really tough job as well. And and like not only the, the annoying stuff to do, just the heavy stuff and the, you know, PTSD that, oh, yeah. that comes with it. I feel like I feel like firemen a hundred percent. Most of the time as a fireman, you're just hanging out with your buddies, you're going to the gym. Yeah. And then here's the secret about firemen. They fucking love fighting fires. 
It's what they fucking live for. So like, I, I choose Fireman every day of the week. Yep. It seems like a way better option. They, they, um, maybe, shout out to the fires though. They do have to deal with they. They turn up at the car crashes and you know dealing with a lot of dead people and yeah. stuff. So like, we're not. It's not as Dreamville. It's definitely not. Oh, uh, look, it's it's as the three to choose from. It's it's pretty dreamy, but would yeah, like like most jobs, there's some <laughs> there's some heavy stuff yeah, to deal with. I would like, I be right in saying you're the in your family you're supposed to be a cop because of the siblings, mate? No, both my siblings are paramedics. Ah, so I, I guess if you're gonna no. try and find a pat uh, find a pattern there, yeah, I should also be a paramedic. But no, thank you. <laughs> um, but respect to them, they they do a great job, and it's a tough tough gig. So yeah, wouldn't be my choice. No empathy um, though. I think you'd be fucking great at it. It's like, yep. Well, that's why they're great at it. Like, do you think they're much different than me? <laughs> <laughs> get in, get We're cut out from the same cloth. Don't okay. you worry about that. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That's it. Good. That's, I'm glad. All right. You got a bar snack for me there, son? No, mate. Mine have, I've done that thing where I invent stuff or write it down in code and shorthand and I can't read it. This says DD catch fish feature. What the fuck is that? Oh, hang on. No, I've got All it. Right. Oh, it's so come back to me. It's come DD. Back to DD. Okay. Yeah. You just had to say it out loud. DD, the taxi service. DD, the taxi service. I've written catch fish feature, but it actually is supposed to say catfish feature because I've noticed with DD, right? Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> now, oh, the catfish feature. What car were you in? Well, this is the thing, <laughs> right? Like, oh, welcome to DD. This is my catfish feature in the back seat. <laughs> oh, righto. So I'm going DD back to has a, has a catfish feature, right? Where that, so they basically, I mean, they can't, they've got to do better, uh, do Uber, but better because they've had the model and they've just launched here in Australia. It's like, well, let's just do what they do, but fix the things that are shit so catfish feature when you get in it says how was your trip and then you give them the rating but it says did your driver look like their photo and i was like yes ah yeah they did this is the person they're verifying it but the same shit mate this is what they should be doing on tinder or all these dating apps did the person look like their pictures do we need to send them a message that says maybe pull down that one from 1997 and maybe, you know, put a few more on there that show that, you know, you've obviously got a face tattoo since you put up these pictures, you know, or something or other. This, this happened to me at work this week. I had a meeting with a guy I'd never met before we're in different offices. So I jumped on and looked at his photo and was like, right, I know what he's going to look like when we meet, meet up. Yep, I'll do Get that. Get there. He's at least 18 years older than his photo. <laughs> There's no way I could have picked him. Other than his ethnicity, it was a struggle. But um, yeah, at least I wasn't trying to fuck him. Though, so <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that disappointing. It's not a bad idea though. A little bit of feedback for these um for these dating apps. I reckon they've they've got big data. They're gonna have now. They're gonna have big data. That's correct. Is this person the age they say? Yes. Is this person? You know, you could have credibility. The what's that called? Social data, socially verified data, or something? Surely there's it. Some sort of category, right? Yeah, it's 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 um, crowdsourced data. Okay. So it's basically you don't need to collect it. You just if everyone sort of collectively agrees on something, then it's probably true. Yep. Um, it's like you don't really 
if people turn up to a restaurant and check in, then Google's like, well, everyone's checking in here, even though the restaurants say they're here. It's probably where all the people say it is. Yep. And that's crowdsourcing. Right. For that way. So, yeah. Hey, um, speaking of, of this is an idea I've been mulling over and mainly from our last podcast in that we we're talking about trying to find the one. And I'm thinking like we've gone to Dunsborough Tavern and there's you're trying to find the one in the Dunsborough Tavern, right? What's the chances of finding the one in the Dunsborough Tavern? Pretty good? Pretty When we're down there, I reckon pretty slim. Or? I reckon real slim. Because what well, on the day that well, we're think- there, is that what you're talking about? Just in general, like if you turn up to the Dunsborough Tavern for one hour, yeah, yeah. one day of the year, oh, yeah. what's the chance of finding the one? And and who's to say you should go to the Dunsborough Tavern and not the Settlers Tavern in Margaret River? Yeah, and is so she thinking, is she the one? If she's if I'm only at that pub for one hour a year, maybe she's not the one. I need, maybe she'd be at my local pub where I spend more of my time. Well, that we have more interests. That's in right. Common. Mm. So so I'm thinking. We need to get our skill set more into this podcast. My skill set, I'm a geographer and I'm in location planning. And I'm thinking Tinder, it's too granular. Go into the pub, it's too granular. We need high level strategy when looking for the one. Yeah. All right. So I haven't, I'm, I'm in the process of developing this system where I'll send you a questionnaire. So the questionnaire will be what sort of ethnicity do you sort of sway towards in a partner? Yeah. Um, what's your age group? What's the sex that you're looking for? Good start, 50% um, we find nailed. You. Yeah, done. <laughs> yep. So that's about um, what sort of education. Do we want them smart? Do we want them stupid? Um, if, do you want them hot? If you want them hot, we're going to go for higher affluent areas. If you want them ugly, we'll go for poorer areas. Pansexual. And you, I'm basically you're, not, gonna, uh, you know, you're not interested in either one. You just want them to have a job. So they want to work in a certain area. Yep. Well, look, mm-hmm. we can look at, um, at different jobs that they do. But we're going to dive into the demographics. We're going to get a questionnaire to you about what you're after. Then we're going to find areas in Australia that over-index in these, that over-index in females in general. And then, you know, what we're going to add on to that is points of interest, things that you're interested in because we're going to have to move you, right? Perth's no good. We need to move you somewhere to find the one. Right, yeah. So do you need to be within five kilometres of the coast? Do you need a water slide? Um, do you need a cricket oval? We'll add the points of interest, something that you can't live without. Maybe you need to be in the big city. You need to be near Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Right. We'll and you've you got access suburb. to all this data, the geo data. I've got the data. Okay. This data is just – this is census. The government gives it to us for free. Yep. Um, next week we'll come back and I'll give you uh, – look, we'll, we'll do the, um, the, the test – not the test, the um, questionnaire. the information yeah. collecting from you. We'll do the yeah, we'll do the questionnaire off air because we don't want you to you know give away all your secrets. <laughs> but I'll come back with your top five regions and, to find the and one narrow it down to pubs or venues to meet the one top five in We're, Australia. Hundred percent. Yep. Do you want five to choose from? Because you yeah. want to move. Yeah, I right? want five. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It'd be good. It yes. would have been good so to have you... this for September fifth when I was supposed to meet. The one, according to um, Marty Littlewood's missus from episode two or three, to episode three where we did down there in, um, yeah, in March. So so, we'll, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. So instead of that sort of airy-fairy bullshit, we'll put some science behind it and we'll find you the one with a science-based approach and a high-level strategy approach. If it works for you, then we might roll it out um, to some of our listeners who are also searching for the one. So next podcast, we're on. I like it. 
I just need to use some of some of my work time to build this. I feel like that'd this, be uh, fine. <laughs> the one finder, yeah. Oh, look, it's it's all. Good. What are you going to call this? I got the to, I got the one, to. just the one. There's already the that at Chinese um that Chinese matchmaking show called If You Are the One. Yeah. So you're going to have to. Well, if anyone knows. We need an idea because we might develop an app if this works. But I'm thinking at the moment it'll be the one dot XLS. <laughs> All right, sweet. The one. So you don't think the chick at Dunsborough Tavern, who I've actually neglected to search for her lately, but you don't think she was the one? I think I think that's a bottom up approach is to go just randomly turn up uh, and, yeah. and canvas a chick or yeah. turn up somewhere and, and use Tinder. That's a bottom up. We want a top down strategic approach. Yep. Okay, and then once we've once we've nailed these top five, then we then we hit the ground running. Then we start swiping on the Tinder. Then we get to the bars. You know? We go to the bars. But we let's, get on the let's ground. Set our, yep, I'm like it. Yeah, let's set ourselves up for success in the first place. Let's not just rock up to the Dunsborough Tavern and hope for the best. You know, I'm feeling good about this. Let's. let's I like this. it. Uh, the I'm only thing real good about it. The only thing I'm not feeling good about this is that you've just jumped on with every other fucking person in my life that has decided was is over thirty. We're going to just set him up with everybody. Every time I talk to people these days, my mum, my mum's friends, oh, we've went so-and-so, she, her daughter, oh, you might look like her. She's this age and she does this. Everyone's just like, once you're over 30 and single, people feel like it's their duty to set you up with people. It's like, they're, they're just constantly, was- I mention a girl to my mum and she's like, oh, could oh. she be a potential? I was like, and I, and I have to then justify. Could she it. be the one? Could she be the? I have to justify it by saying stuff like, "Oh, a no, she's got a boyfriend. B, not interested. <laughs> See, I have to write these people off. I like they're my mates. I was like, no, I just, just stop it. Oh, yeah, maybe. I'm not doing that. All right, I'm doing this purely for my own entertainment. Okay, good. Um, and the the last thing I want for you is to be in a relationship. That doesn't help me at all. Yep. You being in a relationship, that's going to affect my life adversely. Um. Now I had a friend find you on Instagram the other day, and she's like, "Who's this was guy?" And I was like, "Yeah, he's a, he's a mate of mine. We do a podcast together." He's like, uh, he's pretty hot." And I was like, "Okay, he's got whatever. massive blue balls um, at the moment. He, yeah, Purple, in fact. His dick and balls are plugged." She's like, "Is he a good bloke?" I was like, "No, nope. not really." <laughs> so I I wrote you off before she even got a chance to meet you, and I'll continue to do so. So don't you worry, I'm not on your side. Good, I appreciate that. I feel like that's exactly what we need. Uh, for for this sort of searching, we don't want optimists. We want people that I want. I want a, a wall to be thrown up in front of the one, and either or person will, or both, ideally, will scale the scale the wall of adversity and meet on top. That's what's going to happen. Absolutely, absolutely, app absolutely, app absolutely, app absolutely. Maybe that's what you could call it. Absolutely. Absolutely the one. Absolutely? Too much? Don't know. Absolutely. It doesn't you know, suit a... Absos- no, no, I'm not sure what's happening. We'll leave it. We'll outsource I that I don't know shit. what's happening. <laughs> yeah, we'll get someone else. We'll, we'll throw that to the people. Throw it to the people. What do we, what do, we do in a podcast? Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at... Number one, off the wood. I don't know if it matters. Get now. around the uh, the boys. I don't know if it matters. We, matters. we put an episode up and people listen to it. I don't. I, to the people that are listening, I have no idea who you are because I talk to good friends of mine 
who have said, oh, that's fun. I'll have a listen to your podcast and have not listened to fucking any, not a single episode. I talked to a good friend today and she's not listened to one. She was all about it when I told her I was going to do it a year ago and uh, hasn't listened to a single. She was frothing to hear it. Didn't know it existed. So I don't know. If, I think I don't even care. I think that's fine. That's fine. You don't. You don't need to. Um, look, your friends hear from you enough, and they know who you are, and they know you're a dickhead. So, whoever the couple hundred people yeah, listening every episode, you know who are, it is. It's probably it's probably on, Russian bots. Yeah. We're talking to Russian bots right now. <laughs> they're just collecting information about the Western world. Hopefully, they're creating Fine. an app as well and sending us the one, mate. Next yeah. week, I'll, I'll be getting ads for a bloody X-ray shopping machine. Find the best manga. Find the best avocados. Give cancers yeah. to your fellow shoppers. It's multi-purpose cancer gun also helps find good avocados. <laughs> Solid. The, the, the chippiest of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, the ones with the most chocolate chips. Do you know like the Coles brand chocolate chip cookies? 40%. Like percentage yeah, I know. I'm, I'm well Fuck, aware. Yeah. yeah. Look, Coles have done... Done some, you know, say what you will about Coles. They can make a chocolate chip cookie. And they're cheap as chips. Chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> Do you work for Coles? What's that about? No, I don't. Uh, it's just they're good, good cookies. I, I, um, I'll Not just a, share, I want to get this even. Woolies. I lost my Woolies card, my Woolies reward card, which I didn't think I needed. And I was like, this is bullshit swiping it every time. But then I quite missed it because I couldn't find the card. And I found it this week. I found it in my in my riding boots, in my cowboy boots, and I'd it had been in there for a couple of weeks. It must have fallen off the bench into the boot, and then two weeks in a row I've ridden in the boot with the card in the shoe, and it's a it's a survivor. And I've missed my Woolies card, and and you won as well. So Woolies card might be giving you the uh... well. So got fucked. Well, up, you also so, got so. your dick. <laughs> yeah, dick almost broken off too. So it's evens out, I guess. I'm not. Sure. All right, so you won, you won cash on the bull. Yep. Like four figures, whatever you call it. You decent money enough to bucks, cover the petrol. You know, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. So if I offered you fifteen hundred dollars, so I said you can have fifteen hundred dollars, but I'm going to kick you in the dick so hard, it turns black. Would you take the money? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right. Well, just think about that. So when Separate you make future life decisions. Yeah. Okay. No, it's good. It's good. Appreciate that. Did you want to see him again while we're on video? Did you just, mate? No, I've got no, this. We, I just discovered that I can peel them out. Do the everyone's done the brain with their balls, and this, but mine looks like a a little hairy um, uh, beetroot. It's just this iridescent purple color of brained out. Ball. Anyway, sorry, I'm back to talking about balls. I'm not talking about balls in the next five episodes of One Off The Wood. No, I'm look, done. there's not usually heaps of reasons to talk about balls. Good at finding um, Speaking of balls, have we got a benefits of for tonight? Um, benefits of having blue <laughs> multicolored balls, blue balls. <laughs> benefits of having a bruise. Well, you could, well, look. Benefits of having a bruised, a black dick. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm getting all the benefits uh, of having a black dick. 
I think there's other. Oh, you sent me a chat soon. here. And uh, how long ago did you send me that chat thing on the screen? Forty-five minutes or so. <laughs> did I do it? No. Yeah, you did. Yeah, eventually. I do. We're on the same page anyway. Good. Uh, the the benefits of having blue balls. Um, it's good story to tell. It's a good reason to get your junk out at work. I've enjoyed showing freaking people out. I've enjoyed it. It's, got, it's cracked me up. It's made the pain worthwhile. Yeah. Well, I think from my perspective, um, so I don't receive a lot of dick pics. And when I, you know, if I did, I'd probably keep them to myself. But this is like, I received a dick pic and I was like, oh, I'm going to show some people. And people wanted to see it. So it's rare that you'd be able to share a dick pic around like that. So yeah. It's really brought people together, I think. There's a real community around the, the blue balls. The blue ball and shaft. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, um, it's unique, you know, everyone wants to have a little niche, have a niche, something to fill, something different. What do you got going on? Got this? I've got a story to tell, you know, how are you doing? Actually, not good. Blue balls. Purple, in fact. Yep. Have you shot a load since, since it's... this need to be, yes, but does this need to be... I was instructed I can cut that out. by the, um, uh, well, no, I appreciate your concern. And the lovely Greek lady doctor at the hospital um, suggested that I monitor my urine for signs of blood, my stool for signs of blood, and um, my erectile function because there's three tubes I learnt that go to the into the penis. One of them is the urinary tract. Okay. We don't want that to yep. be severed or cut or, or also like anything else up the top that's going then into my bladder to be bad times. And then there's two, not one, two uh, veins that go into the uh, penis for that form erectile function. And also if you to be uh, split one of those, be a bad time. But the, the main trauma was on the outside of my quad, so I'm not too stressed about it. But yeah, function as per the doctor's orders, functioning okay. Okay. Well, look, you know, I've got another benefit of you being stomped on and having these blue balls is that it's actually November, Movember, Men's Health Month. People are out there raising money for it. And I'm sure someone you know is out there growing a shit mo. Um, shout out to Adam Ballard down in Melbourne, who we're going to get on the podcast to talk about his uh, mental health crusade. Good. But good opportunity for us to talk about how to look after your junk. One is don't get it stomped on by a bull, but um, we've just learned about the three tubes, so that's something to keep in mind. Yep. But, um, yeah, but get out there and um, give some money to your mates out there growing a mo. I've already grown one. I'm not raising money for anything. I Shit. reckon it would be hard. Maybe next year you and I have a shave off for Movember because it would be harder for me to shave every day in Movember than grow a mo. I grow a beard. Every day of the year, I probably shave clean once every year or two. So I reckon shave clean yep. for the month of November, that would be extremely hard for me and I would probably forget. You know, I was thinking, I agree. Like I'm the same. I fucking hate shaving and I try not to do it. Um, what we should do in between podcasts is we could test things out on ourselves. Like if we were going to talk to Durian Ryder about being a vegan, we could go vegan for two weeks and then come back and report on it. I could abuse so people on Instagram in and social media and just troll people and yep. tell them how fucking shit they tell are us. about for no reason and let let cats suck on my nipples. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good idea. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, 
he'd come back and say it made me feel really good. So just, <laughs> just you know, randomly shit on everybody. On yeah, sure. All right. No, we, was, like we, we never got Dorian Ryder on the podcast. But but it's not over. Um, we will. Anyway, we'll think of something for next week. If you've got any ideas of what, what we should try out. I like that. I'm all about the, the experiment. And that's the same thing with that whole keto diet and just doing stuff to test out the rig yep. and see where you end up. See, you learn something. Worst case, you learn that what you're doing originally was better. Was better. Go back to it. Confirmation. It's good. More about the yep, self-experimentation. Sure. The game we play at the end of every podcast is Warren. What's got you frothing this week? What's got me frothing? Um, oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, or as always, multiple things got me frothing this week. Yeah, I froth. Mate, I just have, froth have fucking two this week if you want. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Or I do want one of them's have, quick. Have mine. Have mine. <laughs> I'll fucking take all the froth, mate. <laughs> mate, yeah. uh, that's, you know I'm a frother. But um, what's got me frothing this week? Uh, have my parents in town, which is pretty sick. They're driven over from Vico. They're here for a month. Um, so it's nice Shout they came to, to uh, Pete and Robin. Robin. Yeah, Pete and Robin. I'll try and <laughs> feature them on One Off The Wood. I've blocked them from saying any of our shit. So they, uh, maybe we should get yeah. Pete on One Off The Wood. He'd fucking froth it, I reckon. Anyway. We'll, we'll... I think if you get Pete on, you get Pete and Graham together. Oh, what? That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> we'll let them host and we'll just be the guest. Yeah. Well, he's fucked up. Yeah. Maybe that can be our um, that can be our uh, Christmas guest list. We'll do the parents. I'd, <laughs> I'd do it. It's just the explanation of trying to explain what it is. What is and who's going to listen. Yeah. It wouldn't be worth it. Like, you're like all right, Dad. <laughs> Here's what's happening. You and Waz's dad, who you've not met, we're all going to get together in a room and we're going to have a few beers. Okay. I can sell him on that. Are they in Vico? It's going to be difficult. Um, No, they're going to be in Sydney. um, Maybe uh, we just do it. Maybe we just get them on the phone call and don't tell. I reckon you've got to get them on a camping trip. Oh, yes. I reckon we play a long game and we do a Warren, um, Andy, Pete and Graham camping trip and we just set it up and record it now nah, i like it all right pete loves one off the wood yep. he's into a bit of everything so good but that's got me frothing having the rentals good. in town they're here they they're like a bit of ignorant bliss from you know a few things that are going on in vico at the moment with them family wise and um yeah they're getting around yep. it so it's nice nice to have uh have posse over but um my second as always you know well, it's got me frothing. I bought one that of these. That's just a um, sneaky little one. That's just a little froth shout out. Um, oh, I bought one of these. Uh, I got Instagram marketed to, and I bought a Shakti mat. Have you seen them? This is Japanese nope, I mat. It's mat, but you will after this because that's how the internet works. You, they hear us talking about it, and then you'll get spammed on your Instagram. But basically, it's this mat. With like little spikes, it looks like um the spikes that are on the bottom of golf shoes, like those round. Um, Tell like, me about these fucking golf shoes, goddammit! <laughs> concentric circles. It's fine. Anyway, the mat's full of them, and it's real spiky, and you lie down on it on your back, and it's fucking amazing. It's got a little neck pillow. It's like getting a massage without getting a massage, and you you do like the first couple move? of minutes. No, no, it doesn't move, but it's super spiky, and you can stand on them. But because I don't wear bloody your shoes around, I just gin print everywhere. My feet are too tough and they don't, like, you can't tell. 
I can't feel it. So I'll, I'll have to lie on it with your shirt off. And man, it's amazing. And you get the blood flow going on. It's it, You feel like you've had a massage after it, but obviously for free. But I got drunk the other night on a work function and got home and fell asleep on it and woke up. And that was pretty fucked. So I don't recommend. I don't recommend that. But um, right. Shakti What's mat. What's it called mate. again? It's the a it's S H A K T I Shakti mat. Everyone, you would have seen them on Instagram getting around. You will now. I have not. Now that we've said it, it'll probably come up. But no, nah, that's not what I'm getting advertised right now. I'll, so, I'll, sh- yep. I'll share a Check photo of one. But they've made it. I'm frothing it. It feels good. It's like I had um my mate Tins over for dinner, and she lay down on it. And she's like, Whoa. oh, she's, she reckoned her words. She goes, it reminds me of rough sex, pleasure and pain. It's a fine line. I was like, yeah, good. Mate, that's all what right. it's all about. Probably not on the on the receiving end of rough sex enough to understand that reference, but whatever. Sounded good to me. Rough sex mats. Get one in your home now. What's got you frothing, Andy? Oh, right on. Can I have two as well? Fuck yeah, you can. If you get two this week, then surely I get two. Mine, like I feel that mine's often always the same thing. It's like I get excited about something surf related. But Surfing's I, I've good. Got real excited. Yeah, I've been surfing heaps because I live at the coast now. But just this week, the clips have been coming out of the um, <clears throat> the the man-made surf wave thing. Was it called Urban Surf in oh, Tallarine, shit. Melbourne? Yes, and Tower. it looks it looks fucking ridiculous. Like it's got. A, a slabbing barrel and it's got an air section and the thing that I noticed about because it, it's it's fucking windy in Tullamarine right like out, outskirts of western Melbourne it's a, one of the windiest places going around but it made the wave look a bit more like an actual wave I reckon with the wind howling I don't know if you saw the, the footage because it only dropped this afternoon but it looks sick and um, I'm going to be well we're going to be there in Jan so we should we need to get there and surf it if it's, it if opens in Jan and it pre-opens in December for all the people that helped out those double passes but it looks man this looks like a full slab like wave I've I've been looking at some other wave that pools unnamed that look shit. But that slab, there's a picture of Nikki Van Dyke on it. God bless us. Lovely, lovely soul. Just like Shout hanging out, out on the on the tail of her board, like full, full like uh, she's in hang five kind of territory, just airdropping this slab in the barrel. It, it looks hectic. Like that's what you want. You want yep. it to be hard. You don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, we got this and then someone will master it. You know, pretty quickly. You want it to be. Yeah, I think. Yeah, on. I think I'll, in your hour, you want like fifteen minutes of easy takeoffs, and then you want them to, you want to sort of end on that slab wave so that you you're ready to go. But, fuck yeah, mate! That yeah got me frothing yeah. too. Sharing the froth. Uh, yeah, I'm into it. That's it, actually. That's my main froth. The other froth is I bought new speakers for my house. And I've just been <laughs> glaring the tube out of it. As, yeah. When, <laughs> What'd you get? Give you me just logged. Oh, Mackie, they're, they're studio monitors, but they're also Bluetooth. They're the Mackie something. But they crank. You would have heard just then when you when you dialed up. Sounded, Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, it was in my ears. I liked it. Because um, that's the song that I'm going to drop for for the people. What's the song? Yeah, you haven't good? told have me Have we got anything else? Mate, I'm good. I'm keen no, to hear this so song. This is, what do you got? Uh, so it's a band called Barefoot. Uh, B-E-A-R-F-O-O-T. Where are they from? Barefoot. Barefoot. I've never heard of them. From the sunny coast. No, no, they're they're pretty underground sort of dub reggae band from the sunny coast. They get a bit of 
bit of um, play around around the radio stations and things. But the, they came to Melbourne uh, early in the year. My my old band, the Bitterman, supported them on a couple of acts, and they're real legendary dudes. And um, yeah, I think they're this is the first single from their album that's going to come out, and it's being produced by uh, with the guy who produced the Beautiful Girls, and it sounds really cool. And the song is called Jump the Gun. So Shit, yeah, yeah, I like it, man. I'm into it. And then we'll come back and record a new intro for this whole thing. So fucking hooroo. I've got to stop saying that at work. But fucking this ain't work. Hooroo. Hooroo. Chop one your finger, well three be pointing back at you Keep running while you're on the run Some are go mongrel, some them belly full Some work for power, some be working for the food Chop one your finger, well three be pointing back at you Keep running while you're on the run While some will take the time There'll be others who jump the gun Thank you. 